Chapter 10. Precious. Love's Way of Touching You. From Volume 6, Parting, written Saturday, January 18th, 2020, Day 159, Afternoon. Of the many things that grief is, one of the constants is this pulling, tugging, clinging feeling to what is not. The loss is profound, the reality stark, the contention quite strong, but in the end, the unresolvable situation remains in the forefront, unresolvable while being unacceptable at the same time. Since this is a situation that is neither predictable nor manageable in the usual sense, the ongoing struggle is just plain exhausting. I constantly ask the question why, fully knowing the answer. I ask it rhetorically, I imagine, the absurdity of the present reality being quite obnoxious in its relentlessness. Like trying to find that elusive puzzle piece, I ask the question in the sense of expecting some type of answer. The loss, being an event of titanic proportion, leads to the aftermath of all the secondary losses, some immediately visible while others have taken their time in appearing to remind me that they are also part of the devastation. The ongoing pattern of the past life, as flawed as it was on many levels, is now gone. All that was associated with that pattern also destroyed. The elimination of every aspect of what the previous life represented is an unending contention. Unending because what made that life what it was is now absent. In that absence is now a void, filled with the contentions and musings about the unresolvable. That boogeyman of the outsider's view of moving on, a constant taunting. They cannot help but see the loss as recoverable, even when they throw out a degree of affirmation. Oh, that must be so difficult for them without whatever. The magnitude and effect the loss has on them is something they cannot, and I dare say I would not want them to know how overwhelming the situation actually is. For me, I regularly weigh and measure the unmeasurable. It is a fruitless exercise, I know, but it's like looking for something you've lost in the house. You go to all the reasonable places, but after a while you just start looking in crazy places because you cannot comprehend the loss cannot be resolved. This is the life of those of us in grief. Today the theme of my musings is the reason I do not see any way to move on. To me the concept says to embrace some type of life patterns, objective or activity. My very being was inextricably tied to my dear sweetie. As I've written previously in many essays, she was not only a companion in my life, we were woven together with a bond that connected us at so many levels. The cold, hard outlook on this would be that the person, me, needs to move on, get used to the loss, and embrace the future. For me, my only response to that is wrong. In the present state, there can be no future without the one who is part of my reality in every way. My connection was not one of association or convenience or just endurance. It was an actual connection. It was spiritual. It was based on commitment and love and giving. How do I turn away from that legacy? That's the current mystery. I do not see how I could do it, even if I wanted to, which I don't. There also is the issue of value and grief. We are witnesses to loss all the time. Unfortunately, the media brings a constant stream of drivel into our consciousness, if we let it. 
Amidst this stream of information is news on countless dire, awful, and outright horrible losses. We react to these as the detached outsiders that we are. How could we react any differently? While we are witnesses to those losses, their connections to us emotionally are quite distant. At times, empathy may well up in us for a particular story. But we have no deep reaction since these losses are not significant to us in any way. What makes the loss significant is quite simple. How precious was the loss? How much did the loss touch you in a personal way? And the big one, how directly did that loss affect your day-to-day life? How intense was the loss of something so precious to you? As I total up the grief I can quantify, the answer I arrive at is quite immense. There is not a scale that I can use on which to measure the result. I was blessed to have a relationship without peer, an irreplaceable relationship, I know that. The loss of that relationship is constantly devastating. How could it not be? But what's the answer? Well, roll out the time metaphors, and yes, as humans, we do adapt to things. We can see that in our history, in biographies of people's lives, and in our own lives in certain situations. The answer is that despite our losses, we ultimately do adapt at some level. Perhaps that will be the answer. Because I do not know of any alternative. My prayers are for a future, a future that I cannot see nor comprehend at this time. Yet I do have a crazy hope that keeps manifesting itself. It is there amidst all the contention and wrangling that is going on, and it beckons me that there will come some type of new life. We will see. Time will tell. Until that time, I still hold on to the precious part of my life that I cannot let go of. It will always be a part of me. God will show me how that will work.